After a successful career as an attorney, being elected to public office, and serving under the mayor of Atlanta, Georgia, Stephanie Stuckey, at the age of 53, bought and totally resurrected her grandfather's iconic brand, Stuckey's, in 2019. Stephanie is the CEO of Stuckey's Corporation, those roadside stores with the legendary pecan rolls. This accidental CEO, as she calls herself, is on a mission to revive the brand and introduce Stuckey's to a whole new generation. So if you haven't heard of it, you will. Listen into this episode as Stephanie shares her leadership journey with me. And she offers her wise career reinvention advice to all of us. Let's go. I'm Janet Ioli, and you're listening to Power Presence Academy, wise words from wise women leaders. If you're looking for leadership mentoring, advice, or just a dose of inspiration, I've got you covered. You'll get leadership tips, and you'll hear from women executives at the top of their game as they share their lessons of experience with you. This is your go-to place for all things women and leadership. It doesn't have to be lonely at the top. Let's go. Stephanie, thanks a lot for being here with us today. Thank you, Janet. It's really my pleasure. So before I get started and before I even ask you any of the questions I have, I have to tell you the story because it uh, resonates so much with me and it's dear to my heart, how Stuckey's is dear to my heart, right? So I grew up, and as some of the viewers know this, I grew up in Athens, Greece. My mom is Greek. And wow. my dad is from Memphis, was, uh, unfortunately he passed away, but he was from Memphis, Tennessee. And we lived in Greece, right? Yeah. We would come and visit my grandmother in Tennessee and we would fly into the East Coast and then we'd take a road trip. And he said, we're not in the United States until I stop at Stuckey's and get my pecan roll. <laughs> oh, I love that. So that is so sentimental to me. Unfortunately, you know, he died um, from lung cancer at age 60, about 20. He would have been 80 now. But I, you know, I so much connect Stuckey's to my dad. So I just wanted to let you know. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah. that story right there is why I'm on this crazy journey. We can get more into that. But just to comment that I hear stories like that every day. And everyone is unique. Everyone is special. Everyone is different. And it's it's why I'm doing this. It's yeah. not just reviving my family's brand. It's reviving memories, your memories, your family's vacations, your family's road trips. It's special. And there's something about these brands that have a connectivity to the past and to our collective histories that are worth preserving and that have sticking power. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, no, but it's crazy, right? I mean, I'm tearing up. It's it's making me cry because it makes me think, you know, pecan rolls, duckies, and my dad, right? Who who is no longer. I love those stories. Yeah. And I have um, them too, you know. I have them too. We road trip like everyone else and we stopped at Stuckey's and 
we can get into this, but the company was sold before I was even born. So we road trip like everyone else. Yes, it had our name on it, but it wasn't our company anymore. So I have those wonderful memories of pulling over and buying rubber alligators and <laughs> pecan logrels and pralines. And we used to have date milkshakes. People keep asking about those. Yeah. My favorite was the coconut spread that I would put on toast. And I would just buy jars and jars of that at Stucky's. And we had to pay. We didn't, we didn't get it. It wasn't our family's business anymore. So I have those amazing memories. So hopefully we can create those for more generations of road trippers. Yeah. So I can't wait to hear more about what you're doing, you know, because I, you know, obviously people don't know that you you're rekindling this, but yes. let me ask you this. I want to just start out asking the question I ask everybody, talk to me a little bit about your leadership journey and how you got to where you are today, because obviously now we're talking about Stuckies, but you have a journey to where you got today. So talk to us a little bit about that. So this has been my leadership journey. Zigzag. <laughs> But notice how I'm going upwards, right? As long as you're heading upwards, I always like to look at the trend and trending in the right direction. I went to law school because I was interested in public service. And I initially served as a public defender. And I did that for almost a decade, practicing criminal defense law. So I ran for office and focused on the environment and just legal issues in general. And I got elected to the Georgia legislature. I served 14 years in the legislature. And I left politics the best way possible. I did not seek re-election. It's always good if you can leave any type of job on your own terms. And then I started to run an environmental nonprofit. It was also a law firm. We did litigation pro bono for environmental organizations, community groups, and I was happy doing that. And then the mayor of Atlanta asked me to head up sustainability for the city of Atlanta. And I did that role for over three years and had transitioned to the private sector. We had a change in in member and leadership. My boss could not run for another term. He was term limited out. So I was still in the sustainability space. I was teaching at University of Georgia School of Law as an adjunct as well. And then I got this opportunity to run my family's business. So it's a series of events that naturally progressed. It's been my leadership journey. I think what I want to stress for people who've had different types of careers, that you don't necessarily check your previous experiences at the door. And in fact, you absolutely should not. And look- They help you actually, right? I mean, they, they integrate and they inform who you are now. Yes. And it's not just the subject matter expertise because you can build up that skill set and you can also surround yourself with people of subject matter expertise. It's the higher level, like you said, the leadership skills and it's emotional intelligence, it's ability to relate to other people. So I would say I think the most important things for me have been relating to other people, genuinely caring about other people and building a team of people who complement my skill sets, but also who complement my personality. I think too often we overlook that emotional aspect. So I tend to be high energy. I do very well here with people who are a little more chilled and laid back. It, <laughs> it helps. Otherwise, Balances, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's not just hiring clones of myself, right? I mean, I think yes. some people tend to do that. And that is actually sometimes to their detriment. Right. I'm so glad you said that. That's some yep. of the best leadership advice I've ever gotten. A friend of mine who led a nonprofit very successfully, and he went through this whole Harvard leadership training. And 
I was telling him how I wanted to hire some more people who had very similar skills to none and personality to me. And he's like, Stephanie, you're already working for the organization. Do not surround yourself with people who are like you. And also surround yourself with people who are going to give you honest feedback and then solicit it. So what prompted you and what's the story behind you? I mean, you went through it yeah. a little bit, but taking over, I guess it was your grandfather's business, right? My grandfather's business. Well, it was for sale. Oh, you're kidding. Okay. So tell sale. us about that. And so I, I bought it. I am not your typical third generation CEO of a family business. I did not inherit this. I bought it. The only thing I inherited, which I greatly value, I think it's the most valuable thing we have is the name. So I have the, the Stucky name, but I didn't inherit the company. So very long story short, it was founded in 1937 as a roadside pecan stand by my grandfather. And he wow. built it from those very humble beginnings in Eastman, Georgia, to at its peak, a chain of over 350 stores in 40 states. We really were the first roadside retail chain. We offered gas, clean restrooms, snacks, cold drinks, kitschy souvenirs. <laughs> and our what we're best known for, a product that we made ourselves, we made our own candy, we made our own pecan snacks. We also had a trucking company, a billboard company, a candy company. So very vertically integrated. My grandfather had a distribution center and he sold the business to a company that then got bought out by another company. And then he died. And then uh, the road trip started to go away because of the air oil embargo. People weren't traveling as much. And then domestic flights became affordable. So people weren't traveling by car. They're traveling by air. So all of this stuff happened internally, externally. Stuckey's just became a whatever happened to. That's what you would read about Stuckey's. The only articles were, yeah. do you remember dot, dot, dot. Right. That we were a postscript. Do you, have you had any unique challenges being a female executive? I really have not. And I think part of it is that I've always just felt very comfortable around men. I have three brothers. And so I, I think that I have the challenges that are unique to small business owners. I'm, I always like to turn vulnerabilities into strengths. So I refuse to accept that being a woman is a challenge. It is a strength because let, we are really good at multitasking. A lot of female executives like me are moms. That is like the, the uber multitasking <laughs> role. I could be... Now, my kids are teenagers. Fortunately, one's 19. Off, he's launched. Let's hope he's launched in college. <laughs> but I have a 15-year-old at home. And I'm constantly having to juggle, all right, she's got an orthodontry appointment. She's got a, she's got her homecoming this weekend. I got to make sure that dress is hemmed and ready. And she's got to get a manicure tomorrow. And so that ability to multitask, I think that's something that women are just inherently good at. And I think being a mom hones that skill. I also think, and again, I don't want to generalize, but I do think that women tend to be more in touch with their emotions and more open and vulnerable and willing to share their feelings and tap into that creativity. And I think more CEOs need to be creative and need to be vulnerable. Look at my LinkedIn feed. I went from maybe, maybe a thousand followers 
when I started. And I really didn't start posting in earnest for about a year until a year ago. So in the past year, I've gone from about a thousand to over 60,000 followers. And if you read my post, yeah. you'll see there's all I stories talk, of yourself. Yes. I, I'm, I'm willing yes. to put myself out there. Right. I am willing to share my emotions. Some days really suck. Some days I feel completely insecure. I think I'm an accidental CEO. I grapple with this whole idea of the girl boss. I did a post on the myth of the girl boss. And, you know, so many of these women that they elevate, I don't think that, that that's really who they are that you read about. And on the news, some of these female CEOs, they're, it just seems like they're absolutely perfect. Well, I'm sure they're not. I'm sure they're totally real human beings, just like we are. So like, why don't we talk about that? Why don't you know, we share I can't tell that? you how happy I am that you bring that up because that is, you know, I work with a lot of executives and what's behind the title. You know, I think people immediately associate the title with some, you know, I've arrived and yes. I'm there to tell you, and you're there to tell us that's not the case. <laughs> it's arrived at a title maybe, but all of the same issues or, or complexities or insecurities, et cetera. I mean, I hear them in droves on a daily basis, one-on-one. Yes. So those are still there. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't care about the title. I care about the impact. Uh, leading with less ego and more soul. And it's absolutely, absolutely. You're personifying that and embodying that as you talk. So, yeah. Check the ego at the door. What right. What you really and- care about is connecting with other people. Building a community of people who relate to what you are doing. For me, it's building a community of people who like to road trip, who like to celebrate that sense of adventure. And selling pecan log rolls is one way of doing it because you talk about the association you have of pulling over on the side of the road with your grandparents, with your dad, and you buy a pecan log roll. We're a road trip snack. Like that association, that community that we have built up over 80 plus years of just the joys of hitting the open road. That's what I'm supercharged about. And you can see the passion in your just delivery and how you're talking about it. And it, it, yeah. really, it really makes a difference. What career advice would you give women? Oh, I'm trying to think of something that doesn't sound too hokey, but it's so true. Do what you love. Because even if you totally love it, there are days when you are going to ask yourself, why am I doing it? It's just like having kids. I really, really, really wanted to be a mom. And there are days when I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> what was I thinking, right? <laughs> Love my kids if they're watching. All the best. <laughs> but there are days. And so if you don't absolutely love it, then find something you love. And I think the other thing that's very relevant to me, and hopefully if what my journey has been can be an example of others is it's never too late. Yes. Because I am 55 and I was 53 when I bought Stuckies. And that is the same age that Ray Kroc was when he bought Stuckies. And he was a milkshake mixer equipment salesman. McDonald's. And look when he bought McDonald's. When he bought McDonald's. Well, he bought the chain, right? He didn't right. found it. The right. There's where the. Right. No, you said he was 53 years old when he just 
said, I can do this. And he didn't have a back. I mean, he was a traveling salesman. But he had the passion. But did he let being age 53 deter him? Clearly not. Look what he built. And he worked for decades after that. So I'm just a big advocate of it's not too late. Uh, Colonel Sanders is another one. Kentucky Fried Chicken. He was in the 60s. Yeah, I think it was 62 when he started that. Yeah. Terrific. And I think that's inspirational too, because I think people think, oh, you know, now I, is it time for me to slow down a little, et cetera, which, you know, the people I'm talking to, this is only yeah. the beginning, right? It's only the beginning in the 50s. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, and you're a testament to that. Um, so let me ask you, I have two more questions for you. One is, what's an inspirational quote that you would leave the audience with? Just something that maybe resonates with you or lifts you up or maybe lifts others up. Okay, so I'm going to use a quote that I came up with because I I really liked it. I was just, I run and I dance and that's when I get my best thoughts is when your mind is kind of free. And I was thinking about one of our competitors and we've got quite a lot of them. And part of me was really jealous. But then there was this part of me that was saying, let go of that jealousy. You're not, that's not your competition. You're not trying to beat them. What you want to do is connect with customers. Focus on that. Don't focus on the negativity. Don't focus on the jealousy. Focus on the good. The good is you want to win over customers. So get that competitive. I mean, yes, a competitive edge is important. We should all have it. But I think you need to put it in check and not let it overcome you and have a positive outlook. So what I wrote in the LinkedIn post that got a lot of traction was I'm not out to beat the competition. I'm out to win the customer. And I think if more businesses thought of it that way, there's 330 million people in the United States. There are enough potential customers out there for Stuckies to have our share. We don't have to have anywhere near that number. We just need to have our share. I, we've covered like such a broad ground and you've given us so many different n- nuggets of wisdom that are just amazing here. Thank you. I mean, there's just so many different things, but let me ask you what parting words of wisdom would you give to people watching and men and women watch this, right? But you know, it's designed for women, but men and women watch this. What parting wisdom words of wisdom would you leave us with? And maybe something I haven't even asked you. Take care of yourself. Hmm. Not just your business, but you, if you aren't replenishing your own energy level, then at some point it is going to catch up with you. So I'm a very big believer in eating right and exercise and getting sleep. <laughs> so important. I, somebody asked me, like, hey, let's go grab dinner at nine o'clock. And I said, nine o'clock? I'm in my PJs reading the book. <laughs> so indulge yourself enjoy life and put that passion that you have from taking the time off to replenish yourself. You can feed that back into the company, but if you're exhausted all the time, it's going to reflect in how the company is run. It will catch up with you. So take the time to take care of yourself. Thank you. My wise woman, (laughs) Stephanie, for, for all your wisdom that you've shared with us today. There are so many nuggets here. I think people will, 
find so much value in everything you've shared. And I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to see the evolution of not only Stucky's, but your, your chapters going forward. So thank well, you. Well, thank so you, much. Janet, for sharing the stories of women. It's a great service you do to just build this community of women who want to support women. And men, right? <laughs> and men, right. So I, you know, so there, there are a lot of men that are watching this, but I tailor it to women. Yeah. So thank you again. Thanks for listening. And always remember this. Every single moment you have a choice in what you say, what you do, and how you make people feel. Pause and make those choices wisely and intentionally. Because every single moment, those choices are who you become as a leader. See you next time.